You see the pictures the other night, by the way, of Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd at the premiere of Back to the Future, the musical on Broadway. He looks so different. Yeah, all, all of them do. Leah Thompson was there, too. I've always had a little crush on Leah Thompson. Mm. I think we all have. Yeah. <laughs> but they all look good. It was good to see them together. Obviously, Michael J. Fox has gone through a lot, so the fact that he was still able to be there, and you know, he still looked like Marty McFly, that was kind of yeah. cool to see. Well, buenos dias, amigos. Good morning, America. Welcome to Monday, last day of July, July the 31st, 2023. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning on the air everywhere right now at 1071 The Boss. On 99.7 FM, your boss app, 1071theboss.com. Uncle Ross in today. Rochelle checking in uh, remote in a bit. Ralphie will be checking in, too. Okay. Talking movies today, our friend Ralphie. Uh, oh, okay. He's got a little side gig at USA Today, so he gets all the inside scoop on movies. Wow. It'll be a big broadcast today. It was a Kermit weekend on the uh, Joe Nolan boat, right? No. I saw him in Lavalette. Oh, he wasn't by me. No? He was with one of his friends, one of his buddies. You can imagine what that must have been like. Oh, my God. <laughs> one of his friends uh, had a uh, rented a house or his family rented a I don't know. I, you know, he started telling me the story, and I really wasn't interested, so sure. I didn't pay any attention Tuned to Tuned him out. As most of his stories are, yeah. So, <laughs> so he wanted to know. I said, uh, you know, I'll, I'll call you when, when I get down there. It should be about 9 o'clock. And it said, in the morning? He said, no, at night. I said, I'll be asleep. Yeah, come on. Come on, Kerm. You know better than that. This is what kind of a sick person I am, though, is Joe is nice enough to invite us down, and we had a lovely dinner last weekend. Yeah. And then I thought that Kermit was invited this weekend, and somehow that was an affront to me. I don't know <laughs> I don't know why that would no, be. No, he but, wasn't. I didn't see uh, him at all this weekend. No, I was doing... Um, lacrosse this weekend lacrosse, with your son, right? Yeah. They, uh, every year they have that tournament over in Brick. Um, the, uh, they call it War at the Shore. Right. And it's uh, at one point, it was the largest lacrosse tournament east of the, United, east of the Mississippi River in the United States. Wow. wow. It was a yeah. massive lacrosse tournament. So how did your son's team do? To the semifinals, they lost to the semifinals on Saturday, on That's Sunday. Good. So that was yeah. So they played three games on Saturday, and then until you lose on Sunday. So uh, so they play four games. It's funny though because they're all you know thirty one two three now. All these guys who played in college, <laughs> <laughs> and it's a whole other thing playing playing four lacrosse games in in two days when you're thirty than when you're twenty. Yeah, <laughs> it's a whole different thing. Did you know that I played uh, lacrosse when I was in junior high school? Can I, you yeah. can you imagine that me yeah. playing a professional sport of any kind? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I could definitely see you playing. Lacrosse. That's terrible. The only thing I was good at was knocking other guys down because I was a big kid. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, but it has changed a lot since then. So you probably couldn't play now. Oh, they don't allow that anymore. No, they don't allow. Yeah, they don't allow uh, unnecessary roughness. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Oh. No, they, yeah. They don't allow you giving kids concussions anymore. <laughs> well, some of them deserved it. Yeah. Stand I by oh, oh I, I'm with you. I'm with you. But I'm just saying. Yeah, concussions are frowned on now. So you bring the cooler for the other dads. No. No, no coolers allowed uh, either. No, no they, necessary roughness. No coolers. What kind no, of a lacrosse were, game is this? Oh, these kids. You know, they get. They, it's ten o'clock in the morning. They play their nine a.m. game, and the course lights are popping open. Sure. Oh, okay. All over the place. But no, I had to drive all the way back to La Valette from the other side of Brick. So, so no refreshments for you. No refreshments <laughs> for me. And then uh, Saturday, we didn't go, but Saturday was the, they call it Flochella. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> Said a Coachella, Flochella. Wow, hundreds. I mean, maybe thousands of boats go to uh, this place called Ticey Shoals, which is in Bardigan Bay, um, down off Island uh, Law, Island Beach State Park. <laughs> There's people getting drunk peeing in the water, pretty much. <laughs> wow, that's great. It's nuts, and uh, and apparently there was all kinds of mayhem. You know, sure, as you're going online and you're hearing about all these different stories, you know. But uh, but I had nothing to do with that. And then uh, yesterday, though, another group went to another one that my wife was involved in while I was at lacrosse. And when they all got back to the marina, they were all pretty happy. <laughs> yeah. 
Happy. That's a good word for it. So, uh, it's a tight little space to get on your boat. I'd be worried if I was drunk. No, you get to be a professional at it. You, you can do it. Rain, snow, sleep. Well, not snow, sleep, but rain. Uh, when it's when it's uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just you just got to know how to do it. Once you know how to do it, it's easy. But Scotch, vodka, whatever, it, whatever tequila, whatever's in the way, you can definitely get on there. Oh my God! I mentioned uh, we got a lot of nice notes over the weekend about the uh, reunion. You, you were stuck. Oh yeah, you were stuck having lunch with Kid Kelly for a couple hours the other day. <laughs> yes, I was. He just likes to go, doesn't he? He likes to talk. <laughs> well, count yourself lucky. Because I'm stuck having lunch with Chernoff today, and oh. the worst part is I got to drive out to the Livingston Mall. Uh oh! From here you're yeah. going to the Livingston Mall. Well, he lives out that way, so we thought it'd be a convenient place to meet. But that's a good not for you. That's a good 50 mile drive for me. Yeah, a long way. Oh my god! Well, you know, I just figured I'd have a salad. It'll be, <laughs> it'd be nice. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, these Monday mornings keep on coming. Disrupting two days of drinking Creeping up upon me like some virus on the skin Singing goodbye fun, the sub will now begin I'll hit the snooze and wait an hour or two Cause sleep is all I I was here probably an hour and a half early, but I was almost late, and I'll tell you why. Because <laughs> we needed to get in the building a little bit early here for Nolan to get set up, and I, I knew I had to be here at the time I had to be here. Mm-hmm. And I went to bed last night, I looked at it, I said, screw him, I'm going uh, to set the alarm for four, I'll make it, okay? Well... Then the alarm goes off. I don't want to get out of bed. Then I spilled coffee everywhere. Ooh. So I was running a good 15 minutes late. But when you tell your friend that you're going to do something for him. So I got to tell you, I did this uh, drive at about 15 minutes this morning. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. He got here. He called me. He said, I'm 15 minutes away. And I look and there he is. <laughs> what? Man, did I hit a couple of bumps though pretty hard. But with the Land Rover, I'm Doesn't okay. matter. I'm okay. Don't matter. No, no. Because that's what it does. It's, it's a Land Rover. So. God. Always well. I do have to mention something. Did you text Ross over the weekend uh, accusing me of being a drunkard at my own live broadcast? Yeah, because you were at a wine tasting. <laughs> I mean, how rude is that? <laughs> when I can't even defend myself. Well, that's the best part of it. <laughs> I was very upset by that because Ross says, you know, Joe just texted us about I heard it. half an hour listening. in. You're going to be totally plastered at the wine event. I was coming back from lacrosse and I heard you saying, ah, he, I heard Ross say, Robbie's at the pizza and wine tasting. Yeah. And I was like, oh boy, he's drunk. <laughs> now, here's two examples of how I'm being accused to being unprofessional. <laughs> Not going to be here on time, going to get drunk at a station event. That's offensive is what that is. See, that never stopped me, as no. Ross knows. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? Matter of <laughs> we'll be passing the flask around shortly here, so <laughs> stick around. Also, enjoyed all the messages this weekend. Thank you very much for the uh, the kind words about our big Z Morning Zoo reunion on Friday. We had a lot of people asking, is it going to be available on demand? I missed some of it. I want to hear it again. I'm amazed how many people are interested in all the inside, behind-the-scenes stories we told. Oh, yeah. You would think that it was just us that cares about any of this, but it's very nice to hear from so many listeners who really enjoyed it, said it brought back good memories. The podcast is up on demand, 1071theboss.com, and if you Google it on YouTube, we got it up there, too. I didn't post it. Really? There are radio goons out there that recorded it and have posted it on YouTube, so... 
didn't know that. Well, okay. It, you should be aware you should call the uh, Ross Britton attorney because your likeness <laughs> is up there without <laughs> yeah, your authorization. Right. <laughs> to everybody. That's right. Get Brandon J. Broderick on the phone. Yeah, there you go. Because they, uh, they stole your likeness. You know who's upset? Uh, this is true. I got an email from YouTube Neil, and he was very offended that we didn't inform him of the reunion he wanted to be well, here. that's on you. Why didn't you? I didn't think of it. <laughs> didn't think of it. I didn't either. But we you should have had him here. He would have been. It would have been live. You could put it out live. Well, we did the Zoom thing. We recorded yeah. that, so I guess we can put It'll that It'll be out. fine. But you know what? And, 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 and it looked great. The yeah. Zoom thing looked great. But you know what? Um... Neil would have. Neil would have had. Yeah, he's it. great. Oh, he would have hit it out of the park. You know. You know, it was one of the problems is we did some of the live Zoom thing over our socials, right? And it had Ross's AOL address out for everybody. So if you get any weird Nigerian oh, princes trying to sell you stuff on, it's a scam. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Your email is definitely good. that was Michelle's fault. Thanks again. Notice, by the way, Joe, how I just throw other people under the bus when something goes wrong. Oh, yeah. They put out Ross's email address. <laughs> Sorry about that. God, I did make her take it down once we caught that. On yeah. The, uh, thank you. So it's great. Don't I'm worry sorry. about it. It's only out there for about eighty hours. Only about 80 hours. Oh, so you're, God. You're all set. Don't worry about it. I got a follow-up message here. Uh, we were talking about TV shows you wish had one more season. Someone just uh, texted in. I thought this was funny. He said, that girl, Marlo Thomas, which went off the air in 1970. Wow. He said, I always wanted to know. It ended with her getting married. How did it go? I said, this been, poor guy's been waiting 53 years to find out what happened right. to Marlo Thomas. Good God. What do you always say? Get over it, right? Really? Jesus. Also, uh, happy orgasm day. That's right. Awesome. Well... It's, you know, it's funny. <laughs> Ann, Summers, it? Ann Summers Stores, a large British chain devoted to sex aids and toys, oh my God. has named today as National Orgasm Day to make more women aware of their right to satisfying sex. Is that a Hallmark holiday? They got cards for that? Oh, no. sure. Uh, a survey showed that 80% of women, at least British women, faked it. So... Mm. I, is, I wouldn't know anything about that. Today is a bed letter day. Is <laughs> that anyway. a singing telegram? Yeah. Well, whatever. Oh, my. Oh wasn't that my. last, wasn't that like a couple of weeks ago, singing telegram day? Yeah. 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 I guess that would make anything after today anticlimactic. <laughs> Thank he's, you. He's been waiting all morning. All goes, morning uh, long. All morning long, Joe. He's going like this. Uh, you know, if you <laughs> need you something, know. I got a couple of things here. I got a couple of things here. I got a couple of things here. I got a good line. Good line. He comes up with that. with fine. And then he came up with, what was it? Moby Dickathon. Yeah. Yeah, that yes. was awesome. The Moby Dickathon. The Melville Marathon. Right. Oh, the Moby Dickathon. Funny. Right. Moby Dickathon. You just like to say it, don't you? Yeah, a little bit. Actually, I kind of do. <laughs> also, Rochelle is mad at me now. Did I mention this? No, you didn't mention it. Joe was down the hall doing his TV thing or whatever he does, but uh, we called her on the spot, and I called for my cell phone and then brought that up to the control board, and I was I, she wanted to come she on. She sounded fine. I know, and she's doing the, he said, she said graphics and everything, so even though she's not in the room with us, she's still doing stuff, yeah. so I figured it was okay to call, but she said she was expecting a call from the studio line, not from my personal number, so yeah. she thought by calling there must be something wrong, because the kids are not up yet, my mother-in-law was, so I, I just caused the whole scene, so... Oh. She's like, I wasn't prepared. I was like, I'm sorry. So I got, now I got problems. That's all right. Don't sorry. worry about it. So we, she sounded good, though. I, I told her it went fine. It she's great. A, she's upset. But this is what happens when I only get two spots. I got to fill time. And You know, you have the address. You could send flowers. <laughs> I could do that. That's all I'm saying. He's not doing that. <laughs> that costs money. Now, how do you know I'm not doing that? Wouldn't that, be, that would be, you know what? That would be a wonderful surprise to right. send my wife flowers while she's on vacation. Well, right. yeah. Or sort of on vacation. $100. Does it cost a hundred dollars? No, you think that place, be a place huge I go, it okay. does. <sighs> Let it go, okay. I could probably I shouldn't have said it on the radio. That way, <laughs> no, would have. Ross, if there's she's no listen- way he's spending that kind of money on flowers. 
No way. Once he's not even going to see, there's absolutely no way ever he'll do that. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to pull some from the flower bed. There you go. <laughs> out in front of the press communication sign. I'll put it I'll put it in a FedEx box and then send that in the mail. God. Like Colaguard. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Excuse the ring. Put it right in a box. Hi, Colaguard. <laughs> mm. uh, it's a Moby Dickathon. Uh, yes. Moby Dick Day. And yeah. we're back. <laughs> yeah. All right, Seth, that's all I got. Did we forget? Did we mention everything? I think we got everything. And time right now for the CBB, the Community Bulletin Board, which is powered by our friends at Monmouth Park. We did the Italian uh, festival and wine tasting this past weekend. But coming up, it's the Latin Festival. This time around, it's Tacos and Tequila. Sunday, August the 6th, dozen authentic food trucks, margarita specials, a tequila tasting from Patron. Mrs. Nolan will definitely be in attendance. Wow. Your best bet for summertime family fun is at Monmouth Park Racetrack. Thank you, Monmouth Park. Boss Rodis will also be on the move. There's another Italian festival. This one is an ocean in Oakhurst. It's the 47th annual, and it starts on Friday, uh, the 11th of August at 5 o'clock, so make a point to be there. Also that weekend, Kane and the Boss Rodis will see you at the Middlesex County Fair in East Brunswick. So another couple of busy weekends here. More on those coming soon. The Plumstead Police National Night Out is happening tomorrow night from 5 to 8. New Egypt High School, live DJ carnival games, pony rides, petting zoo, food trucks, first responders, and a pie-eating contest. <laughs> You got a blueberry pile over your face. Yeah. You're riding a pony around the park, right? A bunch and a bunch of kids from high school doing oh. it. Oh my god! Yeah, what could go wrong? <laughs> it's Plumstead.org for the details. I'm sure it's a fine event. Oh sure. The 57th annual Seashore House Tour is happening Wednesday, starting at 10:30 in the morning. Six different LBI historical homes, all featuring lush landscaping, dynamic interior decor, and more. I'm surprised I could pronounce all those words. Yeah, but it's beautiful down there. All money raised during the tours go back to the Long Beach Island Foundation. That's lbifoundation.org for the info. And the 48th National Rocky Horror Picture Show Convention is going on out in Somerset County this weekend. Wow. In Somerset, Thursday through Saturday, three days of panels, vendors, shadow cast, talent showcases, parties, and a whole lot more. I don't know if they've been in the original cast from Broadway or from the movie, but you can get all the info and check out a list of events and times. They are happening at njrockycon.com. That's njrockycon, C-O-N. Dot com for those details. And there you are. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the community bulletin board. I can tell you, I'm a big uh, gelato sorbet guy. Oh, really? Almost better than ice cream. Okay. Have you seen, uh, I read that Cher was launching her own brand yes. of gelato, which I guess is really not that strange because there's a lot of celebrities that have their own brands, whether it's a liquor or a food or something. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I think the Rolling Stones have got all of the above. They're really, Mick knows how to make money. Mm-hmm. But I was shocked to read that Cher not only has got her own brand of gelato, she's got a, a gelato truck, and they're calling it Cher Lotto. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's great. It's going around Los Angeles neighborhoods to start, and if it's a success, they're going to get more of these and send them around the country. Wow. Your Cher Lotto, gelato made by Cher in five different flavors. <sighs> It'll be at Monmouth Park soon. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon, yeah. At the Cher Gelato Festival. Funny. Oh and then Ross God. mentioned this morning we saw some. Of course, a big number one movie for a couple of weeks now is Barbie. There's a, yes. There's a Barbie memorabilia truck that's going around the country, too. Is this right? Yes. The Barbie Truck Tour is coming to three shopping malls <laughs> oh, in New Jersey this fall. Oh, it's coming here. Yeah. The uh, Barbie Dreamhouse Living Tour is a traveling Barbie truck tour cruising around the country with uh, lots of Barbie merch inside. Sure. Of course. Yeah. Hoodies, throw blankets, 
pouch sets, tote bags, t-shirts, bucket hats, denim jackets, thermal bottles, and more. Can you imagine what like the hoodie costs? It's got to be sixty bucks. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Twenty five for the t-shirt, <laughs> and they'll well, set up a tent right next to the oh. meat truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. They're in Menlo Park, right? Isn't that one of the malls? Uh, they're going to be at uh, Westfield Garden State Plaza in Paramus, September thirtieth. Right. Yeah. They're going to be at Menlo Park Mall in Edison October 7th. All right. And then Cherry Hill Mall on October 14th. And each day they're going to be there from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., probably near the mall's food court entrance. Okay. This is a deal where you tell the grandparents to take them so they can pay for it, you know? Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) Although, I'll tell you what, there are a lot of women that are into the bar. Well, probably a lot of men, too. It's it's not really a kid's movie is what I'm trying to say. No, and everybody wears pink. Yes. Oh, is that a thing? you got to wear pink to see the bar? I I don't know why, but I just hate everything about this. (laughs) I just can't understand why there's yeah. a there's Barbie mania around the country right now. This is a rare rare instance why I'm 100% with you. Well, thank you. Chuck. I can't stand it. I just I, I You just don't like pink. No. <laughs> I never liked the word pink. I never were I never like I didn't even like pink when she first came out. Wow. And you know, the funniest part of his face for some reason just turned pink. So that's when he gets angry. Oh. That's what happens. <laughs> All right, uh, hey, guess what? Time for Dead Guy in the Envelope. Uh-oh. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I never get this right. Yeah, no, I know. Playing this morning for tickets to go see Guns N' Roses at the aforementioned MetLife Stadium. August the 15th are just what about... What mess uh, that's going to be. I know. He thought the traffic was bad for Beyonce. Oh, uh, I know. Wait a lot. Guns N' Roses pretenders are the opening act. Do you know what? This yeah. is really funny. I know one of the security guys up there, mm-hmm. like one of the big shots, and he was... We were talking one day, and I said there was like a Guns N' Roses or something that was coming in. And he and I said, oh, boy, that must be rough when you guys are trying to do, you know, these heavy metal concerts. He said, no, heavy metal fans are great. There's never any problems with the heavy metal fans. Mm. He said, I'd take 10 heavy metal concerts before I take one country concert. <laughs> no, they're a little rowdy. The because everyone's guys. drunk yeah. from the time they walk in to the time they walk out. And and he said and you know think about it think of the art center too yeah. you know yeah also excellent slasher about sixty now so I they're probably yeah, that's true the writer is probably more tea and less whiskey at yes. this point and everybody out in the and the crowd is sixty as well most yeah. of them you know which is fine yeah nothing wrong with that I'm just saying it's all in, right in this envelope is the name of a deceased celebrity on a little spool of paper not unlike a fortune cookie God. It's a person famous from some realm of show business. They are dead, deceased, gone. Bye bye. It'll be up to uh, Ross and Joe to ask yes or no questions to try and figure out who is the dead guy in the envelope if they can't do it. And they can't. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Although last week you did, which was kind of a shock. Well, that was Rochelle. She, yeah. bad, she, she nailed that. You will have a chance to uh, win these tickets to go see Guns N' Roses. Here we go. Dead guy in the envelope. Question number one. Uncle Ross. Um, man or woman? It is a man. Okay. Um, in, uh, 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 in his um, uh, television. Yes. Famous okay. for television. Wow. Okay. Let me think. Um, I should mention, as always, there is a remote connection to something trending today. What? Trending today. Let me no. think. No, I... I don't mean to throw you off. I'm just telling you. That's yes, where... you do. <laughs> Maybe right. a little bit. All right. Um, so he was TV guy. Yep. It is uh, a man. Was he American? Yes. Okay. Did he die recently? No. Was he gay or straight? No, uh, he was straight. Okay. All right. I looked that up. <laughs> was his TV show a cop show? No. Let's see. Was it a sports show? No. Um, did he win any Emmys? Ooh, good question. Uh, I didn't look. I, I don't believe so. No, I did not see anything about awards. I'm hmm. just triple checking. Certainly no Emmy. No. Hmm. All right. He was a TV actor, though. Yes. Okay. 
Um, was it a police show? Well, listen, let me just be clear. He's on many shows, but certainly, oh. certainly everyone has had one big hit show, and that one was not a police show. Okay. When I say this person, you will think of them first in a certain TV show and not a police show. Okay. Not a sports show either, but was on many shows. Okay. Sci-fi. No. Yeah. Let's see. I was going to say Leonard Nimoy. On, but... on many shows. Yeah, appeared on many shows. As a guest star. Sure. But not as a lead actor. Not as a lead actor, no. Oh, that makes it even w- harder. Was this in the 70s? No. 60s? Yes. As I mentioned, been dead a long time. Okay. Oh, he's been dead a long time. Yep. So he was old. No, not really. No. Oh. Did he die of uh, overeating? <laughs> Uh-oh. No, it was not overeating. It was, uh, I can't tell you. I don't want to, I don't want to give you any clues unless you want to ask me. Okay. Hmm. You want to know what he died of? That could be your next question if you want. What are, well, it's supposed to be a yes or no question. Right. Did he die of uh, uh, old age? No, you no, said not no. old yeah, age. Yeah, no. Yeah. 46. Was 46. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty young for a 60s, a young 60s TV actor. No. Huh. Hmm. I'll go ahead and tell you it was uh, complications with his heart. Hmm. Okay. All right. So you want to go over this? Because we're, we're all up in the phone lines now. Yeah, 732-774-4444. Actor <laughs> known for one TV show in particular, but did a lot of acting. All Character actor on all sorts of things. In the 60s was his big hit. Passed away a long time ago. Had an issue with the heart. That's what got him because he was just 46 when he died. He's American. He is straight. And he is not Leonard Nimoy. That's what we know so far. <laughs> the wow. adventures of Dead Guy in the Envelope continue after this look at the roadways with Joseph P. Nolan. That was funny. He's not Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> yeah. I'm still looking uh, to see if I can figure out All Dead right. Guy in the Envelope. We'll take some calls. We're playing for Guns N' Roses tickets. Phone line 732-774-4444. Just correctly identify the Dead Guy in the Envelope. Not unlike Secret Celebrity, only these people are dead. Yeah. And you'll win those tickets. Let's start on line one. Good morning. It's some... Nope. I'll so, tell you what, that happens every week where I open the phones and someone goes, ha, I don't, I don't, I don't get okay. it. Okay, let's try line two. Good morning, it's the boss. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Free Scott and John Ritter. No, not John Ritter. That's Ooh. a good guess. But remember, uh, Ross uh, said, when, when was their big show on the show that you're going to know? You're going to say, oh, they were from it's the, the 60s. 60s. No? Yeah. Because John Ritter would have been the 70s and 80s. Okay. Died a long time ago. Good morning, it's the boss. How about Bob Crane? Nope, not Bob Crane. That's a good guess. Did we uh, we mentioned it's not a sports show, not really no. a sci-fi show. Was it a an old west shooter up show? No, not a western, not a cop show. Good morning, it's boss. Hey, Robbie. Yes, is, is it uh, Jeffrey Hunter? No, not Jeffrey Hunter. That's a good guess. Wow, I would never have thought of that. Person died at forty six years old. Had a little trouble with the ticker. Died a long time ago, but was big in the sixties. Appeared on all kinds of things. Did all kinds of work. Hmm. Was married to a woman. Ross always has that question because it does narrow down the list well, of stars. That's yeah. true. For we know about people. 732-774-4444. Good morning. It's a boss. Yeah, it was the Ted Cassidy from the Monsters. Well, it was Ted Cassidy from oh the Adams family. Yes, we'll wow. give that to him. We'll give it to him. He had the right name, even though he had the wrong show. Ted Cassidy from wow. the Adams family. He was born on this date. Yeah. Back in 1933. Yes. Wow. He played Lurch. You rang. Yeah. Died of heart trouble. He had a tumor on his heart. We lost him back in uh, 1979, but he was on a bunch of different shows. Uh, But, of course, best known as Lurch, the uh, trusty uh, butler for the Adams Family. Nice job, my friend. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, what's your name? 
Yeah, my name's Jim. I'm from Lenoka Harbor. Beautiful. It's going to be a nice sunrise this morning in Lenoka Harbor, huh? Oh, yes, it is. It's supposed to be a fabulous day. Well, guess what? You get tickets to go see Guns N' Roses. You probably knew that. MetLife Stadium, August 15th. Nice job. Hey, thanks a lot. You're guys. welcome. Hang on the line. We'll get all your info. Don't hang out right here from Jersey's Classic Concert Connection 1071. The boss, Ted Cassidy. What Ted a great guess. Yeah. That was a little connection to the day because this is would have been his birthday. I guess oh. he would be 90 years old today if he was alive. Wow. 1933. Imagine that. All right, time now for hashtag mom. Confessions. We hear from moms. We look for that hashtag. Of course, moms get a lot going on during summer vacation, although only about three, four weeks until they start heading back to school, so that's the good news. Sometimes <laughs> we hear from grandmoms and dads. We look for that hashtag, and we share them on the radio every morning around 720 and 920, just like this. Yeah. Uh, at Glasses and Grape Juice writes, I suggested that my five-year-old put jam on his waffles since we ran out of syrup. And judging by the look on his face, I'll be hearing from his lawyer. <laughs> you know what's funny is that we get different things in the refrigerator when the kids are with us. Yeah. And as you might know, Rochelle is not here in person this morning because she's picking up the kids and bringing them home with us. Right. I went to get them in Florida where they were visiting my mother-in-law. And so I noticed there are different things in the fridge. There's a whole case of Mott's apple juice. Wow. And this goes to show you that you're getting older because I see it there on the shelf and I'm like, is she doing a pee test? Is that? And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> that's Mott's apple juice. I thought she had to bring a sample to the doctor. That's no. how you know you're getting older when you first think pee in the fridge. See, I would have thought for the kids and no, no. Well, okay. you're young at heart, Russ. Yeah. Uh, Sherry Lacasse writes, millennial mom milestone. Mm. My two-year-old just drew on her arm with a Sharpie, pointed to it, and <laughs> said tattoo like mama <laughs> well at least it's on her arm and not her lower back exactly you know what i'm saying and at least it's well it's she didn't say what it yeah, was a huh? tattoo of but yeah hopefully nothing offensive and uh at tip and tongue 76 writes just <laughs> yeah that's a that's the low tip and tongue at tongs oh tip and tong okay yeah uh, just use my kid's dirty sock to wipe up the juice he spilled on himself Ugh. in front of a clearly disgusted rival dad who was using wet wipes on his son. Get in your limo and go back to Beverly Hills, Spencer. <laughs> you sure that's sure that's Mott's apple juice, or is it what I thought it was in the fridge? That's an angry woman there. There's a lot of them. <laughs> Hashtag mom. Yes. Every morning, 72920, someone in. You might hear yours right here. Reminder, you can catch up with us on demand anytime. 1071theboss.com. Also, where you can find that Z Morning Zoo reunion oh, we did that on was Friday. So much fun. It really was special, wasn't it? Get all yeah. these people together. I hope we get to do it again. But it's special when it happens, you know. Yeah, it wouldn't, right. wouldn't be as special if we did it all the time. So if, if you had missed it the other day, you've heard us talking about it, or you just heard a little bit, you want to hear it again, you can go right there. And a, a lot of those classic bits with Mr. Leonard and you know the funny David Lee Roth song and all of that, it's all up there. Yeah. 1071theboss.com. In addition to our normal podcast, you also get us on all the socials. We are at Robbie and Rochelle Radio or at 1071theboss. And that's the deal on that. All right, here comes the Fast Five, five big old trending stories that you needed to know, being the no number five to number one. Number five, here's a recent report that the nightclubs are struggling and many closing, but you, not because of the economic troubles we've had with COVID and all of that the last couple of years. Because uh, younger people under the age of 25, Gen Z as they call them, drink a lot less alcohol Oh, and apparently do not go out when they do drink. There's a TikTok post that's gone viral from a Gen Zer talking about all of this, why... Older people think they just don't drink as much as previous generations. You see what I'm saying here? Actually, a lot of us are still drinking, just not at the club. Now, I can't speak for other cities, but in New York and the Bay Area, clubs are literally charging $20 for a tiny drink that tastes like gasoline, and that doesn't even include tips, because you know I'm going to tip. <laughs> Ideally, I'd like to buy a drink about once an hour. So let's say I go out for an average of three hours. That's like $70. Just- <laughs> 
apparently she's uh, wow. t- talking to that reporter at the bay. It's yeah, a- no kidding. We got a boat. We got a shipment coming in, lady. Move out of the way. Well, and obviously that's where they made all their money was by charging for drinks. Sure. So I mean that's always been the case. But yeah. I mean I guess they make a good point. Young kids struggling out there. Twenty bucks for a martini. Is certainly an expenditure you have to budget for. Well, especially if she said it tastes like gasoline to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true when you go out to. If you, you ever notice you go one of the BYOB prices, if you don't BYOB and you yeah. just have a meal, it's like $35. Right. It's when you go out and you have a bunch of drinks and the appetite, that's when you end up spending 140 So, I mean, I do see what she's saying, but... The bottom line is just drink whenever you can. Life's All right. a, it's a long life, lady, right? Number four, we go to Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas. couple there is suing another man after he allegedly planted hidden cameras in an Airbnb they rented when they oh. went on vacation in Maryland. couple says they were intimate together in the Airbnb, and while in the middle of the act noticed a red light blinking, oh. they found cameras inside of smoke <laughs> detectors and picture frames on wow. the mantle. Uh, this is Kaylee Gates, who is now involved in a lawsuit with this guy, saying he was uh, snooping on her while they were, you know, renting the Airbnb. We have that clip. I went into pure panic, like pure shock mode. I've definitely had many a cry session about it. Uh, it has just like I can feel my heart start beating really, really heavy and fluttery whenever I start thinking about a situation. She's just having happy memories of their little nim 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 nim. Yeah, that's, yeah that's getting all the good angles too. <laughs> this is. Get my left butt cheek, will you? I'll tell you what, if anybody wanted to see me, God bless him. Because I, <laughs> yeah, really. You know what I'm saying? If you if you want to see it, you knock yourself out because you're going to be unpleasantly surprised. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Good luck with that case. Number three, there's a man in Australia who was caught allegedly riding his lawnmower drunk to his daughter's house in the middle of the night. Here's a local police officer. Again, <laughs> this happened over in Australia catching his uh, father. He's 51 years old, uh, drunk driving his John Deere. At least he was wearing clothes. There he goes. What are you doing? How much alcohol you have to drink tonight? Not at one o'clock in the morning. Oh. And not drunk. Hang on. No, you're not drunk anyway. It's a video. They added music, but that's the body cam footage from that police officer. Wow. He sees this guy coming down the road on his John Deere. Man, it's the kind of thing you used to make America great. Now they're doing it in Australia. <sighs> yeah. That's just great. You, you're too drunk to drive your car. <laughs> Wife, take the keys. No problem. Hop on the tractor. Head on over to your daughter's house. Good God. <laughs> Better run over a kangaroo. We worry about deer. You can run over a kangaroo in the middle of the night. Yeah, but not with that. My guess is the kangaroo would take him out, not the other way around. <laughs> right. Bonus story for you. I don't know if you've been following the uh, news coverage of this, but there have been congressional hearings the past couple of weeks on UFOs, oh. unidentified flying objects. A whistleblower testified under oath to the House committee that the government has found crashed unidentified flying objects that have not been determined and that they found what he called non-human, because they said, you know, they're Martians. Right. That they found what he called non-human biologics. Yeah, within in other the words, debris. remains of, of UFO um, I guess you'd call them drivers. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, mean, I assume that's what they mean by biologics. Yeah. They mean body parts or something. That, yeah. You know, foreign body parts. This is an exchange between a House of Representatives member and the U.S. intelligence officer. His name is David Grush. So this is not like some wingnut that's got the tinfoil on his head. This is a U.S. intelligence officer uh, talking about this to Congress. Here's the clip. Do we have that clip? There it is. If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? 
non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. I mean, how the hell is this not the biggest story in the world? There's a guy, U.S. intelligence officer, testifying before our Congress saying, yeah, we found little green men at a couple of ships. You know, well, how is this not a bigger story? No, they just found biologics. Well, they yeah. didn't find uh, people put together or anything like that. Well, I mean, if that's the case, though. Could I mean, have been a plant. Yeah. <laughs> but if it's a foreign plant, still, that's amazing. If we get like a, you know, a Martian... Little yeah. Venus flytrap or some little shop of horrors, yeah, you know. Maybe they they can't figure out how it was piloting the uh, UFO. Either. I don't know, but I still think this should be a bigger story. You remember uh, when Trump was running? He said this is one of the first things he was going to do. He's like, first day I'm in there, what I do is I ask him, show me all the aliens. I'll find out for you <laughs> who killed Kennedy. Tell me now. <laughs> but he didn't do any of that. No, because so. he doesn't understand. No one's going to tell him that. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. one's going to tell any right. president any of that. I stuff. know. Exactly. You probably find out a lot of. Can I go behind door number two? No, sir, no. that's not for you. Yeah, you exactly. Imagine, I bet you're the most powerful person in the world. They still tell you no. Oh, I'm, I'm sure of it. Yeah, no. I'm sure of it. Tell me no all the time around here, but that's a different story for well, a different time. Well, it's a little bit different. Different right. story for a let, different time. Let it go. <laughs> number two, police just across the border in Pennsylvania looking for a person in a pickup truck that keeps throwing frozen bananas at random vehicles and passerbys. This is Police Sergeant Peter Whitman out in Tilden Township, Pennsylvania, looking to hunt down the culprit. He's been dubbed, of course, the Banana Bandit. Wow. We have a clip of the uh, Banana Bandit here? Oh, my God. There Come it is. on, Kermit. Wake up. I know. It appears to be a pickup truck, uh, two-tone in color, and that picture actually has the banana in mid-flight. Five vehicles <laughs> traveling eastbound on Hanks Highway, and a vehicle traveling westbound through frozen bananas and struck windshields and other car parts. Well, I didn't realize they were frozen. That is serious business. You get hit in the windshield with a frozen banana. Yeah. You can crack the windshield. Yes. It's hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, spotted the banana in mid-flight. <laughs> The banana bandit. And, you know, that's not in, like, uh, you know, middle of nowhere, Bills, Pennsylvania. Yeah. That's between uh, Allentown and Hershey. Well, so that's a, yeah, but that's still a, you know, co- sort of a cosmopolitan area. Yeah. Is it, though, between Allentown and Hershey? All right, not so much. What's the old joke between uh, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia is Alabama? Right. That's pretty. <laughs> you drive the Pennsylvania Turnpike, I take I-80 yeah, the whole not way. a lot. Not yeah. a lot there. No. How about this bonus, bonus, bonus story? Of course, we're talking a lot of Barbie this morning. Joe, you're going to like this. The director, Greta Gerwig, said she wanted to do a whole sequence in the middle of the movie where they performed a fart opera. Ever, oh, no. Are, the whole deal, she says uh, they filmed the scene and she thought it was really funny. Her producers uh, did not think so. And the star of the movies, uh, Ryan Gosling and uh, Margot Robbie, did not think it was funny. So they decided to cut it. But hopefully that'll be on the bonus footage on the right. DVD. That'd be funny. It's a fart opera. We should make wow. that. Let's do fart opera Tuesday. What do you yeah, think? Let's not. <laughs> let's not and say well, we did. I tell you what, even if all three of us agreed to do that, the second that Rochelle even... Remotely heard it. Yeah, Yeah, bye bye. None. I I need oxygen. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be funny. Kermit, do we have a little sample of what that might sound like? Kermit says he's got what it might sound like here. Yeah, the fart opera. Oh, God. All right, that's enough of that. Here we go. I remember we played that one time. At Christmas time, I fell off the chair laughing. It was so funny. <laughs> Number one. Another that g- last one to go. <laughs> that, one, 
<laughs> Number one, speaking of the government, yes, I guess yes. they're going to require airlines, all U.S. airlines, domestic airlines, to make at least one of the lavatories, restrooms on the plane, large enough for two people. What? Oh, jeez. This is not only for passenger convenience, but also for those with disabilities to be able to oh, easily get in and out okay. of the lavatory. I think that's a great thing. Right. However, it's not going to be enforced until 2032, so almost 10 years before it'll happen. Yeah. Wow. Also, more yin 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 on the planes. I don't understand how people do that. You know, this mile know. high club thing? I mean, I, I literally cannot fit into the lavatory. Seriously. I mean, I'd have to hunch over. Talk about lurch. I'd have and to hunch over. And getting two people in there? I don't know how people do it. I, they do. I guess where there's a will, there's a way. I've, I mean, but. unless you're an Oompa Loompa, I don't know how you can fit two people in the, the lavatory on the plane. But Well, before we do the uh, Yacht Rock Monday yeah. Well, before song. we do that, I have the birthdays, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. One of the guys who used to listen to the other show back yeah. in the day uh-huh. used to be around with us on Memorial Day. He drove the uh, snap-on truck van okay. that used to drive us around Point Pleasant right. when we were all going to the, all the different places yes. on Memorial Day Thursday. Um, Gene Snapperoni. Gene Snapperoni found us. Oh, good morning, Gene. So Gene Snapperoni right now is listening, and he loves it, and he said it reminds him of the of, uh, of the good old days. Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Back in the day. So oh, Gene, isn't that nice? And he lives in Point Beach, so good Appreciate morning, that, Gene. Gene. Good morning, Gene. Stay away from Arnold Avenue. It's always busy, even at this time of the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Monday, world-famous celebrity birthday fell. What's that, Ross? No, I was going to say, keep out of airlines uh, bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> or if you have to go in, go by yourself. I mean, right, exactly. Have some respect for the love of God. Uh, birthday file, BJ Novak. He was Ryan on The Office. He's 44 today. Dean Kane, Superman from Lois and Clark, 57 today. I think he does that Ripley's Believe It or Not show now. Right. We'll flip by that. J.K. Rowling, she's a woman behind all those Harry Potter books. Wesley yeah. Snipes is 61. Mark Cumid, 65 today. Bill Berry, he's a former drummer for R.E.M. He quit back in the 90s, 65. Gary Lewis, Gary Lewis in the Playboy. Wow. That? He's 77 today. Today, National Avocado Day, National Raspberry Cake Day, and National Mutt Day. Okay. Those are all happy things for on a Monday. Why didn't you look at me when you said Mutt Day? I Well, I don't know. I'm, actually, I'm wondering if you have any... Uh, Ross usually finds obscure celebrity birthdays. Do you have anybody I missed? Let me I, look. I, I mentioned all the primary celebrities. Yeah, no. is, there, is there anyone else? Just let it go. Okay, okay fine. On the south lawn of the White House, where long speeches freely flow, you can hear chit chat from a foreign diplomat or watch the kids at the Easter egg roll. There's a playful German shepherd who never is the least bit shy. And if your White House staff, his lunch could be your calf. Ask any Secret Service guy. He's a mad, bad Biden dog. Joe don't know because he's in a fog. You'll end up in urgent care. The dog's elusive as Jean-Pierre. Well, the first dog, he was major. They tried to teach him how to heal and reach. He bit seven more. Fox said, this means war. Now it's time the major be impeached. Then commander, he took over. Killer dog was the secret name code. Cause when Joe got snarky, hollered out malarkey That shepherd went into attack mode He's a mad, bad, biting dog Joe don't know cause he's in a fog Someone take this crazy dog back Because my thigh is his midnight snack He's a mad, bad, biting dog He's the boss of the canine blog A new home for the dog's been found 
Now he's Mar-a-Lago bound I said a new home for the dog's been found Now he's Mar-a-Lago bound Secret celebrity number four What a badass gangster! There's a secret celebrity We will confirm it is a man yeah, it so so, sounds like a guy. It does. Come on. And so you know I'm going to be nice and confirm it is a man. Secret celebrity number four. You're Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. 1071 The Boss. Jersey's free money radio station. Let's try and give out that money, hi. Huh? Yeah, how you doing, Frank? I'm all right. Uh, sounds like you're driving in. Yes, sir. All right, yeah. what do you do for a living, if I may ask? I'm a butcher. Oh, good for <laughs> A butcher? <laughs> oh, my God. Let's not upset this man. Yeah, put the knife down. That's right. What's your name? Shot. Are you looking forward to slapping around some meat today? Not really. But, <laughs> <laughs> but listen, it pays the bills, and maybe we can pay a bill for you, too. I got a $200 cash jackpot. Scott, who is secret celebrity number four? I'm thinking. I, I missed the clue. I don't know. <laughs> Take a wild guess. Celebrity, celebrity. Uh, Dream The Rock Johnson. No, that's a good guess, though. The Rock wow. is a good guess, but no, it's not The Rock. Ah. All right, you can play again. You get through, you can play again. Two more chances to do it, and Thanks the cash jackpot goes up to $225. Thank you, Scott. Enjoy slapping the meat today. <laughs> Michelle will have your chance to play after 10. He's a little meat slapper, apparently. Yes. All right. Secret celebrity number four. <laughs> How about we try this out? It's a little Monday morning thing we do from time to time. We call this Horrible Scopes, and here he is, Uncle Ross, with a look at your... Horrible scope. Aries, look for more creative or fulfilling ways to do your work today. Tame a desire to control things and avoid controversy for the best results. Mm. Taurus, watch for a suspicious or possibly even controlling attitude in relationships today, particularly with your family. You're not going to tell me what to do. I make my own decisions. <laughs> Gemini, be a little more cautious about how you express yourself because there's a tendency to make controversy out of minor misunderstandings. <laughs> Listen, I invented that. Yeah. I know. Cancer, keep some things to yourself for now, but there can be special interest in and focus on money, possessions, valuables, and comfort today. Huh. Leo, good energy is with you today for wrapping your mind around a complex problem and working on it until it's solved. You're projecting both strength and warmth, and people are taking note. Virgo, make a point to get involved in activities that further your goals and ambitions today. Work can be inspiring and fascinating now. Libra, the moon is in your home and family sector, making it a good time for planning, strategizing, and examining built-up resentments you've accumulated <laughs> if you've kept things to yourself. I got a CVS receipt of all my... <laughs> All the people I'm angry at and resentful about. Yeah, Scorpio, there's a slight tendency to stir up controversy today. Otherwise, you can feel incredibly motivated and determined to get things done. Nah, I don't think so. All right, fine. It's overly ambitious. Sagittarius, it's a great time to find the motivation, possibly through frustration, to go after what you truly want and need. Mm. It's also a rich time for new approaches and ideas. You know what I really need is one of those Mega Millions tickets. That's what I need. Capricorn, the moon spent most of the day in your sign, highlighting your emotions and stirring your need to feel connected and reinforced by the world around you. You're more noticeable and others tend to follow your lead. Aquarius, today's the day to get in better touch with your actual needs and desires and minor resentments can be purged and processed. There can be especially lively interactions today and tomorrow. Well, I wouldn't mind a little... 
There's a little lively interaction. And finally, Pisces, you're inclined to read between the lines today. Motivation to work harder and improve your health can be strong now. You're especially tuned in to the need for people to accept you for who you are. You look mm. at the, look at all of this <laughs> and accept me for who I really am. Will That's you? right. There you go. Ross with the horrible scopes. Always fun to hear him. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, I do have to get it back out there and get that Mega Millions ticket. Oh, boy. What's the jackpot? $1.05 billion. Billion with a B? Yes. It's funny. You're not even talking about Bezos or uh, Elon Musk money. No. no. And it's a billion dollars. Right. Well, tomorrow's the, uh, the big jackpot. Well, congratulations to the uh, Great Garden State. CNBC has put out their ranking of the best places to live in America. And you probably need a billion dollars to do it. But New Jersey, number three. Wow. Third best place to live in the country. Uh, number four was Minnesota. The top two, Maine and Vermont. Really? I would not have guessed that. Why would you want to go and live so far away from everything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's maybe yeah. one city in each of those states. Yeah. The rest of it is all forest. Yeah, really. And it's cold up there, let me tell you. I mean, a great place to live, but still, you got to go miles to go shopping. I think you need to be kind of an outdoorsman, a person who is all right with living in a log cabin and, you know, hunting your yeah. own food and that sort of thing, especially in the winter. I mean, Maine is, people forget Maine is huge and there's, yeah. not, there's nothing up there. Whoever came up with that obviously doesn't pay taxes here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. You need a billion dollars to live here. I know, really. Well, congratulations, uh, New Jersey, on that one. Let's see what else I got here. Beyonce was in town over the weekend. Did you see the traffic uh, oh, heading into MetLife Stadium? Uh, like, like I've told you a million times already, is that what happens with these concerts, you get people going to the stadium yeah. that don't normally go there. Like Jet and Giant fans, they park in the same place. They know how to get in. They know how to get out. Right. In, out, boom, done, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ambitors. Yeah, the concert people, the guys in the yellow jacket, come on, let's go, go this way. <laughs> and then all those guys are gone when yeah. it's time to leave. Yeah. So what happens is everybody tries to get to the one exit. Traffic and, jam. Right, and you got 80,000 people trying to get out a two-lane exit. Right. And uh, it can take, it can take. Uh, I mean, it's taken me, if I didn't get out of there right away, it takes me, it's taken me an hour and a half to get out of that. You're an angry oh. man, you know that? So, Well, I'd be angry, too, if I'm sitting there for an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why now now I, I weaseled my way into a parking lot when I do the Jet games right next to the stadium. So I get there really early, and I park, and I just zip out, and then I go in the bus lane, past the train station, and then make a right and a left, and I'm on Route 3 in like four minutes. Wow. Well, that's pretty good. So, yeah. So, uh, that's the little back door that I found. But, um, you know, if you're parked in the middle of the parking lot and you're trying to get out, yeah. it's rough. Listen, it's like we had the Springsteen show at the Prudential Center. Uh, you know, Newark just turns into a complete mess. And it amuses me how there are people... There's, you always find these people that say, uh, I have a... Uh, I bought this ticket and it has a special, you know, no. asterisk on it. No. And they think somehow that entitles them to parking. <laughs> no. they're, o- they're always asking questions like, am I supposed to be in the line that says uh, staff only? No, no lady, no. you're not supposed to be in that line. Wow. No. Get no. in the regular line with everybody else. But there's always those people and they end up gumming up the works even more. You know? But see, that's another thing in Prudential Center is that people who go to the Devil Games there and the Seton Hall Games there... Right. They take the train. Oh, you know they. Okay, the, a vast majority of devil fans that go to those games take the train. Makes so, sense. So yeah, because it's right there. You know, so I mean, you can you can take the train. It's a lot. A lot of them do that. But you know, people other than who the, go to the concerts, yeah. don't do that. But other than the Meadowlands, there is no easy way other than car to get to any of the concert venues in New Jersey. Whether you're talking PNC, Atlantic City, well PNC, yeah, but that's I mean, only even in the summer, even Newark is impossible to get into. 
Because, I mean, people oh, you can just walk from the train station? That's a 25-minute walk. No, it is. So- yeah, well, it took me 25 minutes. I just- oh, you must have gotten lost. <laughs> I did not get lost. I was drenched in sweat. How can it take you 25 minutes to work, walk one block? It was not one block. It's one block. No, it is not one it, block. Where's a map? All right. Get three words. Map. Let it go. It's one. It's you come out of the train. Well, first of all. Did I come out the wrong exit of the train station? You must have came out on the on the <laughs> down next side instead of on the other side. You got to walk all the way around Penn Station. Yeah, that's no, going to take you 20 Listen, minutes. I really want to know this. There's an exit there that had wood finishing. The other side was just right to the street, but it had like a little... Interior area. They had the big doors, the main entrance, and yeah. there's like these little wooden stands where Built you get by your- the Pennsylvania Railroad in the 1910s. Right. Yes. So you gorgeous. walk out. You walk out that exit, and then you had to take a uh, a turn at that street, and then it was four or five blocks up to the venue. It's not four or five blocks. It's not even. I've gone to that place four hundred times, and I'm telling you, it's not four or five blocks. Well, I don't know why, but it took me that long. Well, that's so when because they say, things happen to you. When they say the train goes right in, I was expecting it to be like the garden where you just walk up the steps and it's right I bet, there. I bet. But it's not the case. I bet it's just about the same amount of steps. It's just that it's a different type of... Yeah, that's, that's absolutely and, and then, You know, the other thing is is, yeah. that, is that there's another way to do it. You can walk through the buildings. There's, yeah. a, there's a, an elevator, like a, you know, there's a walkway and you walk through the building. There's no signs anywhere. I didn't know that. Well, that's not my fault. You don't know how to get around. I mean, I wow. don't know. I don't understand why they can't let you know these things, you know? All right, can we move on? <laughs> I can't believe it took you 25 minutes no, to see, make No, see, this is walk. why we can't move on, because I was just about to say yes, Ross, and what does he do? He keeps reasserting his point, I which is wrong. It. I, it, I, I Joe, just don't understand why would how. I make that up, Joe? Yes. Traffic. Okay. New Jersey transit trains that go to Newark Penn Station, about a 10-minute walk from the Prudential Center, and <laughs> they're moving along no, pretty wait a well. Minute. Where is it a 10-minute walk to? Prudential Center. You did that's a ten minute one block in ten minutes? Yeah. If it was actually a block, it should just be a second. Where where did you grow up? What? Oh, I forget Boston. <laughs> no, I'm it's not from Boston. Up. I you am not the, from Boston. You take the T. I'm not from Boston. That's an absurd thing to say. Get off at Commonwealth Square and walk to Fenway Park. I have never been on any of that in my life. I'm and not from Boston. I'm from New England. There's a difference. No, and it's we're not. back. It's all the same thing. <laughs> Anything north of Connecticut's Boston. Did you finish everything? Are yeah, I'm done. That's it? Yes. Did you forget about your sponsor? No, it's, it's it says 6.50. Well, what time is it? It's 6.49. No, this is the, the that's the next report. No, it's not. Yes, it is. There's another report in this hour. No, there isn't. It's 6.49. Right, I'll read this stupid thing. This is the, first of <laughs> all, it's not traffic. a stupid thing. It's an important client. It takes more than 10 minutes to walk those blocks, and it is 6.50 right now. Summer traffic on 107.1 The Boss, powered by the Stone Pony. It's a Stone Pony summer. Check yes. out all the shows at stoneponyonline.com. New Jersey Transit goes to Asbury Park, too. <laughs> it's not a one-minute walk to the pony. No, it's not. No, that's that's a long walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But not okay. Whatever. You want to tease your uh, yacht rock Monday? Oh yeah, seven forty-five yacht y- yacht rock Monday. Easy for you to say. I know, really. I can hardly ever say that, but yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We got a really good song picked out. Have we agreed on the song? Are we going? No, on? we haven't. Okay. Yet. Oh no. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Hey, it's time for yacht rock Monday. Uh, which one are we doing? Well, come around here. You can see because I do. I don't want to spoil it, but I couldn't find the other one by this woman, so I went with this one. Is that okay? You want to do that? Oh, yeah, that's fine. Or do you want to do the, uh, the the group from New Brunswick, New Jersey, known as Looking Glass? Yeah, let's do Looking Glass. You don't want to do this one. Well, it's already <laughs> loaded in, so we'll do that one. Okay. <laughs> but you, but just I, said, you just said you want to do Looking well, Glass. Well, then I thought, you know what, it's already loaded in, so we'll yeah. just leave it in there. All right, well. But I don't know anything about this song, and I don't have my book with me, so we'll just let oh, it flow. This, right. is a, this is a number one hit? Yeah, definitely. She could be a dead guy in the envelope, unfortunately. Could be. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't I know that. 2004, I think. Really? Yeah. 
Well, I always thought she was going to be a superstar. She's got a great voice. Well, she had a couple of hits. Joe wanted to do self-control, and he didn't tell me till this morning. I couldn't find it. So we went with her big hit, Yacht Rock Monday. Laura Brannigan, this is G-L-O-R-I-A, Gloria. Gloria. Ladies and gentlemen, Yacht Rock Monday, Laura Brannigan, and Gloria. Songs to make you say, oh, wow, I can't believe they just played that on the radio. And I'm with you. I can't believe we just played that on the radio. <laughs> That's a great song, though. It is a good song. You know, you forget how good some of these records yeah, were. Yeah, you want to sing along with it. Yeah. Well, that's the idea, you know? You're driving up the parkway and you're screaming, Gloria! <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily think of that as a Yacht Rock song, but I guess it's No, I guess, right? yeah, it is kind of, Well, no, not really. The other one was. The so, one yeah, I wanted to do. Big shout out to John Napoli from Howell. Mm-hmm. He tweeted at us this morning that he was sitting here since 6 o'clock ready to go for Yacht Rock Monday. It's the best thing we've ever done, he said. <laughs> oh, Gotta, yeah! I just hate when he's right. I just hate it. Love okay. it! There you are. What was that one song we played about two months ago? I forget what it was. Tom and, Jones? And you, yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. just went on forever. I just brought... It's a two-minute song. <laughs> the and bit I, went on forever. <laughs> well, the bit went kinda on like, forever. Kind of like this bit. Is yeah, the bit went on forever. Really? And, then, and then people started calling and texting everything. That was great. Oh, great song, great song. And he uh-huh. goes, oh, I hate when he's right. <laughs> I just would not have expected 20 minutes on Tom Jones. Wow. Tom Jones is a legend. I mean, Tom Jones is a legend. I know, but, you know. And what started that was when he sang that song on America, or uh, Britain's version of um, the ones where the chairs turn around. Um, the Voice. The Voice. The Britain, British version of it. He's one of the judges. Right. And uh, they said to him, they just were giving him a hard time and poking him and poking him. And he turned around the band and he said, can you play it in whatever key it was? And all of a sudden they start playing the intro for oh, it. Oh, God. And he stands up and belts it out. And he's 90. How old is he? He's 80-something. 80-something. Yeah. Yeah. Just belts it out like it was like it, it, it was 1960. <laughs> and bam, it was awesome. Yeah. You know what? Great. Still, I'm not sure why that meant we had to do a whole segment on Tom Jones. <laughs> and now another segment on it. Yeah, but... Well, you brought all of this up. Oh, 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 are you looking for it? And now no. it's over. Oh. <laughs> what, do you want me to play? No, I was looking for your traffic music. Oh, I thought you were looking for Tom Jones. I mean, I guess I could if you really want me to, but... Oh, well, geez. Just a little bit. A little bit. Right give, now? Give me a little bit right Here now. Here we go. Oh, Tom one, Jones. Just a little bit. Which the, one do you want? The, it's not unusual. The rest of them are... Eh. I'll find it. No, you won't. No, I got it. He's got it. It's right here. I'll get ready, Ross. One, two, three. Here we go. Shoot me now. <laughs> WMCA, the good guys. Yeah, hey. Ding. <laughs> Sing it. It's not unusual to be alone. Oh, uh, yeah. How about that, da, da, Gene Snapperoni? I'll cut it in a second. Yeah, yeah, you got to wait for this. Yeah. I want to do my uh, Elvis hips with this. Oh, this it's is great. Now you know Nothing really better. we need to do some Engelbert Humperdinck. I love Engelbert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to get him in there too. Quando, quando. <laughs> Remember didn't when I, he do one of the Bond songs? So did he do the Man for the Golden with Man with the Golden Gun? Tom Jones did. Yeah. Tom Jones did. Yeah, oh, okay. And he did Thunderball. As Thunderball. Well. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah, but I think he did do Man with the, the Golden. Yeah. <laughs> Remember for those we, of you who are not watching us on YouTube, <laughs> Ross is just sitting here shaking his head. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you, you get paid either way. Don't worry about it. Right. <laughs> Remember what I was just saying about trying to appeal to younger people? This is not it. Okay. Well, don't worry about it. No. Keep moving. Don't worry about Let's it. Let's play a game called Will Jill Remember the Sponsor, even though we just told him. Oh, and yeah. Go. I got it right here in front of me. What, are you go. kidding me? I got it right here. Oh, hey, it, one, one more report this hour. No, you don't. It's it, 6.50. It, it's now the it's Stone Pony. That's it. Why don't you start with it? There it's the Stone Pony Summer. Check oh. out all the shows at thestonepony.online.com. They should get Tom Jones there. 
Yeah, they, he was you just know, at the State Theater, so yeah. he plays venues similar size. Yeah, that that, that fell out in no. a nanosecond. They're kind of known as a rock club, so I'm not sure. Well, he's, all, uh, you know, not sure he brings the audience that they're, they're looking pigeonholed. Well, yeah, maybe that's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just look over at Ross, and he's still showing his head on the desk. <laughs> he's not having it. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Yo, hey, Ross. 107, one of us. Please what's, stop. What's new, Pussycat? Oh, here we go. That's my intro for Nick. I'm going to start saying, what's new, Pussycat? What's new, Pussycat? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just kidding. To be honest with you, Rochelle was supposed to call in right now and I haven't heard from her yet, whatever she's doing, so we had to kill time and do the Tom Jones baloney. So. Maybe she was listening. And, <laughs> decided to and, hell with this. That's right. I would understand that. So let's try this, shall we? It's He Said, She Said on Robbie and Rochelle in the morning. What is our uh, topic for today? I have not been briefed on the uh, discussion we're All right, today, embarking on. If you could get one more season of any TV show, what would it be? Well, that's a good answer. I, you might not know this, but maybe I have mentioned this to you. I am just fell in love with that Blacklist show with James Spader. Oh, yeah. It just wrapped up its final season a couple of weeks ago over there on NBC. That would probably be top of my list. Sopranos would be another one. Uh, I really like Entourage. You remember that show years ago? Yeah. Uh, Miami Vice. That'd be kind of fun. We get uh, Don Johnson back. I mean, he could still. They got Harrison Ford running around. We still have Don Johnson. I'm what do you think? To, I'm trying to think of shows that I would bring back. Uh, Modern Family was one of my favorites when I was younger. Sure. But, uh, that was that was a good one. And um, I don't know The Office maybe. Hmm. I never get into The Office, but a lot okay. of people love it. All right. So I can understand that. Well, you get the idea. It's a show you loved it. You wish there was one more season. Maybe they left you hanging on a couple of plot points. <laughs> you just want to know what really happened. 732-774-4444. Phone lines wide open. 774-4444. I think I just I like to kind of police adventure shows. Seems like Ross likes the situation comedy. So. Well, yeah. Yeah, so there you are. Call us. Text us. Get us on Facebook. Those are coming up next. As a matter of fact, uh, I'm just hearing from Rochelle, and I did have a couple of things. You mind if we give her a quick uh, call? No, here? let's do it. Let's get her on the line, because she was supposed to uh, call in earlier, and then we get stuck with Tom Jones songs. <laughs> there she is. Hello. Good morning. You're on the air. How are you? Oh. <laughs> Okay. Okay. We wanted to get you on a few minutes ago and we get stuck. Joe made me play Tom Jones songs again. It was terrible. It was just, oh, my God. Ross was literally banging his head against the table. But if you get a minute, I wanted to uh, ask you here because you were mentioning to me just over text and I haven't heard the full story. Uh, there was an, a medical emergency on your plane this weekend picking up the kids going to Florida. What happened? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you, they, the pilot comes on and goes, oh, we're on a cruising altitude of 50,000 feet. We got a medical emergency in progress. Is that about right? Uh, yeah, they asked if there were any doctors, five flights being done immediately, which was fantastic. Wow. And the flight attendants got up and grabbed them and brought them all to the front of the plane. And this was a huge plane. It was like three seats on both sides. So there was a ton of people there. Uh, they brought out the defibrillator, the Whoa. oxygen, a huge emergency case. And luckily we were getting ready to land. And they said, we are getting ready to land We'd like everyone to stay seated until medical personnel comes on, and they came out and took the person away. So I'm not exactly sure what happened, but it seemed pretty bad. I assume they took him away once you landed, because that would. <laughs> they didn't bring a fighter jet up next to this plane, did well, they? No, no, no. Yeah, no. We were we were getting ready to land already when this happened. So oh. they just said, once we land, everyone please stay seated. I mean, how? Yeah. What a selfish son of a gun! Wait till the plane lands before you cause a big scene, <laughs> you old coot, you. I assume it was an old person having it. Well, I guess I shouldn't judge. It's but still, he's frightening everybody on the airplane. You know, I see if that happened to me, Ross, I would say nothing. I would just suck it up and pull myself up on my bootstraps. 
you know? Yeah, okay. Probably not the way to go, okay. right? No. That's, a, that's how you wind up dead on a plane, right? You're exactly. A, you heard a dead guy in the envelope, it's a dead guy in a plane. But <laughs> Also, how did uh, you sent me some pictures. How did Grayson manage to get up in the uh, the, the cockpit and have the pilot show him all the controls? How do you do that? Um, <laughs> I, I might have flirted with the pilot a little bit. Oh, look at that. <laughs> that's how that happens. Oh, hi. Mr. Handsome Pilot in your uniform, would it be okay if my little teeny weeny son has a look? He loves airplanes so much. And Now, if that had been me, I would have been like, come with us, sir. Would have been TSA. Well, sometimes you can do that when the plane, after the plane lands, right, right. you know, and they've already taxied in their the gate. Yeah. And the pilots will do that for, you know, small children and stuff. <laughs> but not for me. No. No. It would be weird if you, if you flirted with the pilot and then asked him <laughs> to go sit in his cockpit. <laughs> I don't like anything about that sentence, but it's, it's certainly nothing that's below me. That's for darn sure. And I hope you also brought me a little pair of wings, because I'll definitely wear those on my coat and pretend I'm a pilot. I did not, but Grayson did get his wings. Oh. Wow. You know, he's such a sweet kid, though. If I ask him nicely, he might just give them to me. Because he's really you want to ask him? He's no, right here. it's okay. They're his. <laughs> it's fine. You know what I would like to do is I'd like you to go down the hall and wake up my mother-in-law. Is she up yet? <laughs> she, she is up. She's actually not even here. Oh. So... I'm not going to do that. Okay. I'm not going to call her. <laughs> Russ is just going to give me the... <laughs> don't, don't willingly talk to your mother-in-law. Yeah, let it go. All right. Well, that's no, exciting no. stuff. Thank you, Ro. I hope you have a nice day today. Thank you. You too. All right. We'll talk to you in a few <laughs> minutes here. All right. Back down to the business at hand. It's your he said... Yeah, Ross said. Ross said today, because we didn't ask her what she had to say, but we're talking about TV shows you wish had one more season. Of any TV show, what would it be? Uh, Noel says Suits. Hmm. You know what's funny about that? That show ended a couple of years ago. Every time I open a Netflix, Ross, it comes up, Suits is a show you might like. Really? And it's it's not a new show, so I wonder why they did I know Meghan Markle was on that show, The Princess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rod says MASH, obviously. It never gets old. It had the best characters ever. We say uh, Alan Alda looks a little bit like Big Boss Bob. <laughs> can you see that? I can see that. <laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah. All right. Uh, 8616, a text says Ted Lasso. Yeah, okay. Okay. That's Joe's favorite show right yeah, now. Yeah, and uh, text from uh, 2314 says Sons of Anarchy. Mm. And Eric says Cheers, Sopranos, or Eastbound and Down. No, all of those would be good answers. Yeah. Let's grab a couple of phone calls here. we got some lines hanging. Good morning. It's a boss. Yeah, I have an answer for the he said, she said. Yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones. You know, what did you think of that new show they did, kind of the prequel or whatever it was? It didn't do it for you? Uh, nope. I just got to go back to Game of Thrones and keep running it. All right. That's a good answer. <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Good morning. It's a boss. I would love one more season of Arrow. Yeah. A lot of people like that. Is Flash still on or are they both off now? Uh, I, I'm almost positive Flash is still on. They, I think they're actually... They, actually, no. They just did their final season, so I don't think that's on anymore. I was reading that the CW is under new ownership now. There's a company called Nexstar, yeah, and they're, they're trying to move football over there. Oh. That'd be kind of wild. Oh, wow. it, it's never been on yeah, the CW be anymore. So. Anyway, that's a good that answer. Thank you, my well. friend. Appreciate that. Phone line's still open. 732-774-4444. A TV show. You'd like to have one more season of it. You'd like to see just a little bit more. Call us. Text us. Or uh, Facebook is at 1071theboss. We'll get to all of those. Uh, we have a couple of leftover birthdays. Ross has discovered a few birthdays. Obscure celebrities that I may have missed earlier. Well, not really obscure. Barry Van Dyke, who was on Diagnosis Murder. That's 72 years old today. Is that Dick Van Dyke's son? Yeah. He's 72. Wow. Yeah. Can wow. you believe it? Singer Gary Lewis. Gary Lewis and the Playboys. You mentioned him. 
but he was born in Newark. Did you know that? No, I didn't know he was from Jersey. I, yeah. I wonder, was Jerry Lewis, his dad from from New Jersey? Too? I guess he was. I guess. That would probably make sense why he was born in Newark. <laughs> Will Champion, the Coldplay drummer, is 45 today. Okay. And uh, let's see, Norman Cook, better known as Fat Boy Slim, is 60 years old. I'm so sorry we missed Fat Boy. <laughs> sorry, and, Fat Boy. <laughs> let's talk uh, Amit Ernigan, the founder of Atlantic Records, also born in the state. Oh. And there's another day I missed, too. Is it, is it Moby Dick Day or something? Yes, uh, the annual Moby Dickathon. I'm sorry, the what? The annual Moby, Moby Dickathon yeah. is going on today up in Mystic Seaport, Connecticut, ce- celebrating Herman Melville's birthday. Participants are going to read all 135 chapters of the novel Moby Dick in 24 hours aboard the 1841 whaling ship Charles W. Morgan, which is the last wooden whaling ship in the world. i got to imagine there's very few women involved in that yeah, whole thing. Right. <laughs> Congratulations, Captain Ahab. <laughs> It's He Said, yes. She Said, with Robbie and Rochelle. And Uncle Ross, course, here today as well. We're talking TV shows. Show you wish could have just one more season. I mean, preferably you'd like it to go on and on forever and ever, like a soap opera. But if you could have one more season, maybe of your favorite show, what would you choose? Well, Jennifer says, my so-called life. Yeah, I remember that. All right. Uh, text from 5010 says Golden Girls. Oh, that's a great answer. The only problem is there's no Golden Girls left. <laughs> yeah, I know. Are, we got to find new Golden Girls. <laughs> Brandon says Battlestar Galactica and The Ranch. Hmm. Hillary says Friends, which I would say, yeah, bring that one back. Got that a, was couple great. Of, a couple answers for Friends and Seinfeld, too. And The Office. Okay, and uh, text from 4441, West Wing. That's a great show. It was. They should definitely do that. And uh, Doug says WKRP in Cincinnati. Who I, didn't like that? Again, you're going to have to get a whole new group of people. I yeah, think they're really? all dead. <laughs> well, Jan might be alive. And okay. Lonnie Anderson, the women are alive. Yeah. The women rule the world. Let's let Lonnie and Jan run the whole radio station. <laughs> uh, we're talking about Michael J. Fox before. I got a text connect answer for family ties. Oh. Remember Agent 99? That's right, Chief. Get smart. Agent 99 was yes. a fox back in the day, wasn't okay. she? Okay. Yeah, Barbara Feldon. Yeah. A lot of boys liked her when they were right. kids. Uh, Friends was another answer we got here. Let's open up the uh, Boss Facebook page. And you can also text us 732-774-4444 on the, the uh, Facebook page this morning. Why does everything load so slow for me? Uh, NYPD Blue, Beretta, Survivor. I mean, that is still on, isn't it? Yeah, Survivor's it is. still on. A Million Little Things. That was just on a few years ago. Wow. I don't even remember. I don't think I ever watched that show. Star Trek. Scrubs, Hogan's Heroes, we got an answer for China Beach, uh, Schnitz Creek. I got a feeling they're going to do another season of that. A lot of people love that. Yeah. Especially ones that went on the Netflix. A <laughs> couple of lines still hanging here. Good morning, it's the boss. Yes, I want to see 24 and Boss back. Yeah, 24, I think they did bring it back for a minute, but they need to do it again. I agree. We love Kiefer Sutherland. He's, he's great. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Thank you for that. Good morning, it's the boss. Hey, I got an oldie for you. Yeah. How about Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea? Oh, boy. That's, you remember who started that show? Richard Bates, Hyde, and Hedison. Wow. Oh, that's right. Man, I would not have remembered that one for a million years. Seriously. The, the <laughs> other one that comes to mind, about, remember Sea Hunt with yes. uh, my Uncle Lloyd Bridges? Yep. How about we do this and go and talk to our friend uh, Ralphie on the Celebrity Hotline. Good morning, Ralphie. Ralphie. How are you, buddy? Hey, good morning. Ross always comes up with these obscure celebrities. He's like the you. bass player from some band that had, you know, from moving pictures, some random 80s band or something. He's like, well, I didn't think we should include those, but I appreciate your, your attention to detail, of course. Yeah, okay. No. 
Our friend uh, Ralphie is the host of uh, Totally 80s Saturday Night. Well, you do a bunch of things. You do the Friday night show, the Saturday nights, and the Sunday night show. But he's also a uh, entertainment reporter, uh, all things show business over at USA Today. So we thought we'd get him on the line this morning. Because as I've mentioned, I am just so sick of reading about Barbie. I don't really understand why we're having this uh, pop culture zeitgeist about Barbie. But Ralphie, that thing broke uh, records for a second weekend at number one, right? Yeah, $93 million it took in. Uh, the, the total in North America right now is at over $350 million. And globally, it's approaching a billion dollars. And these are crazy numbers for any film yeah. post-COVID, and especially a film like this. So, yeah, the, the uh, executives at Warner Brothers very happy with themselves. Yeah, Robbie doesn't like the film because he doesn't like to wear pink. I love wearing pink. That's not my. I, and I, I really don't have any. Well, Ralphie, here's the thing. There's a there's a running joke since La La Land. I have said that Ryan Gosling can't sing. Although I did hear one of the songs he does, and it's it's not that bad. But I, I just it, you know it looks fine. It looks like a silly little movie. But apparently, you know, it's a blockbuster. I just I just didn't think that would happen. So I, I think part of it though is I mean yeah obviously you think on the surface that Barbie is silly and you know just for young girls and so on and so forth. But there are some other themes at play. And the acting's really good, and Greta Gerwig, obviously, great, uh, you know, artist, director here. So there's a couple things going on with the Barbie film. It's a moment for sure. She can make any movie she wants now. She was kind of like an indie director for a long time. You get a hit like this, whatever you want to do next, oh, you can yeah. do it. They're going to greenlight that sucker, so it's a good time to be Greta Gerwig. At her. And Will Ferrell is in the movie, too, I guess. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize that. He, what, Will Ferrell's in it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how did I miss that? Well, how are you the entertainment reporter? Yes, Will Ferrell is in the movie as well. Remember he was in Lego Movie? It's the same sort of thing where he plays the head of Mattel. Because Barbie then gets self-awareness that she's a doll. That's my understanding of the plot. And Will Ferrell plays the head of Mattel, the toy company. See, I missed that one. <laughs> Okay. You're, you're more you're more plugged into Barbie than you're leading on to. I know, I know. No, no wonder, no wonder you're a big fan of pink. But are you wearing pink or are you wearing salmon? Uh, well, I got a little pink. I got a little blue today. This is straight pink, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I got like a, a pink and blue. Uh well, Paisley, I guess you could call it. I kind of look like an old couch your grandmother might have had downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the upholstery. Uh, but anyway, it's back to Barbie. Plastic, you'll be all set. That's right. Back to Barbie, yes. Will Ferrell is in the movie. As you mentioned, it's made almost a billion. It'd be the second movie to make a billion dollars if it hits it. Super Mario Brothers, another kind of goofy movie, managed to make a billion earlier this year. Big disappointment, though, was Tom Cruise. And, Ralphie, you know I'm a big Tom Cruise fan. Mission Impossible has done okay. I think it's at about $500 million. But everybody was expecting a repeat performance like Top Gun Maverick last year. Not, right. even, not even close. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, it's, it's done three hundred million overseas uh, and one hundred and thirty nine domestically, as you mentioned. Uh, this past weekend was its third weekend. It did about ten million dollars. You know, again, that, I mean, we're comparing it to Barbie and Oppenheimer. You know, that's the other thing too. These two movies, complete opposites, competing studios, right? And they've actually helped each other out in this like really unprecedented way. I had heard that Tom Cruise was calling movie theaters personally in big cities, asking them not to use all of their auditoriums for Oppenheimer and say, keep one for Mission Impossible, but I don't, it doesn't look like that happened. Yeah, I mean, how do you do a movie without uh, about atomic bombs without using a big theater? Yeah, that's true. A lot of people like it in the IMAX. And then uh, the Haunted Mansion opened this weekend for Disney. That was a big box office bomb, right, Ralphie? Yeah, you know, at USA Today, our film critic gave it two and a half out of four stars, which is better than the, the first Haunted Mansion that came out in, what, 2003? Yeah, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. was with yeah. uh, Eddie Murphy. 
a lot of people forgot about that one, and, and rightfully so. But yeah, the reviews on this one were mixed, and that's why it uh, didn't fare well this past weekend. A lot of stars in it, though. Though. A lot of stars in it. Owen oh, Wilson and Danny DeVito and uh, Rosario Dawson. So a lot of big stars in this uh, hundred mansion. Whole ensemble cast. Yeah, Owen Wilson and uh, you, know, you said Jamie Lee Curtis, Tiffany Haddish. So yeah, a lot, lot of big names in it. It costs a lot of money, not making a whole lot right now. Right. What were you going to say? You were going to mention something else. I interrupted you about IMAX. Yeah, oh, yeah. because you know it's interesting. It, it, you guys talk about Mission Impossible. IMAX is now going to extend uh, Oppenheimer's run on those screens until mid-August. Man, that almost seems like a big up yours to Tom Cruise because he was trying so hard. <laughs> they're not only not doing what he wanted, they're playing Oppenheimer even longer. All right, my well, last... Uh, well, Britain might have had better luck calling IMAX theaters to get that movie right. on the train with Tom Cruise for crying out loud. That's right. All right, last movie question. Uh, Seth Rogen is rebooting Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for some reason, and Jackie Chan is in it, and that's out this week as well. What do you think? Is that going to be a big hit? That's coming out on Wednesday. I mean, look, Barbie was a big nostalgia play. I was a big Turtles fan as a kid. Of course, Raphael was my favorite sure. Turtle. Sure. Um, I'll try to see it. Right. What about uh, Cardi B? That's the other big celebrity story this morning. You guys are covering that on USA Today. <laughs> she, uh, she, Someone threw something at her, and now she threw something back. We've been hearing about this, people throwing phones and all kinds of things at uh, performers on stage. Yeah, and it's, it's getting out of hand. But this is a little different. We're, we're doing some more digging into this at USA Today, and we'll have the full videos up later today at usatoday.com. So basically, Cardi was performing at one of those like outdoor pool venues in Vegas. Yeah. And I, it's Las Vegas. It's summertime. It's really hot. So she was kind of jokingly asking her fans to throw water on her to cool her down. Well, then one fan got a little too excited, threw water, and they hit her in the face. She returned fire by throwing her mic at the fan. Oh, wow. The fan immediately apologized, uh, and I believe the set continued as well. But then, later that night, Cardi's performing in a nightclub in Vegas. And this, we're still trying to figure out what exactly set her off, because nobody threw anything on stage. But at the end of her set, she turns around and throws her mic to the back of the stage, allegedly at her DJ. So why she's mad at the DJ and why she's throwing multiple mics, I'm not sure. Uh, but she had quite the eventful weekend out in Sin City. Well, I mean, this stuff never, Joe, this would never happen with you know, Tom Jones or any of the, the legends. But No, absolutely not. Apparently with Cardi B. All right. Remember, it you, started you with... You uh, Sinatra never threw a mic, huh? Well, Sinatra had guys that would take care of the money. Yeah, they really. take care. Of them. Excuse me, back away from Mr. Sinatra, please. You know what I mean? But uh, they started with a kid from uh, New Jersey, I think from Manasquan. Now you're talking. He threw something at BB Rexon. Now there's been like six or seven of these reported. So it's just bizarre. All right, Ralphie, we love you, buddy. We'll see you Friday night for the Friday night flashbacks. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Have a good day. Of course, you can read Ralphie also at uh, USA Today and right here on 107.1 The Boss. And that's it. We made it through Monday. Mm. Sir. <laughs> Did we? Did we Wake not up, make it? Oh, it is. Okay, yeah. yeah, it's almost over. Yeah, we made it through. Yeah. Back tomorrow morning, Tuesday morning, bright and early, 6 a.m., we'll have more Guns N' Roses tickets. I think we're going to do animal stories tomorrow. Oh, you mentioned boy. You mentioned you get a couple animal stories oh, for us, right? Oh, yeah. So we're ready to go. We'll do it with a piece said, everybody said. <laughs> <laughs> Around 7.50, fast five birthdays and more. All right, that's it. Goodbye. Have a good day.